0: Good people of Los Angeles, welcome back to the backyard. A backyard filled with all sorts of humans and people entering from different (laughs) doors and dimensions that I didn't even know about. This is another world like in the king, shout out to the king slim's recommendation on netflix for the newest korean drama why am i saying this in the beginning when we didn't talk about it all in the podcast that's none of your business we got fernando man this guy he he's formidable okay he's formidable and he creates the art that you've come to love and enjoy every single game that you watch at the bank during the quarantine fan list period he's created other things you will hear about whilst listening to this episode And he was also our very first Patreon subscriber. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. As of this release recording, we have a Patreon. It's Patreon com. Look for FCFC. You'll find it. Uh, we need a. We're gonna, we're gonna put some board. links up. We're gonna we're gonna have all sorts of stuff going on. We're trying to just make our operation a little bit more professional <laughs> and make sure that Slim has gas money to drive here from the SUV. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sit at home all day, so you know it's not really for me. I'll give Josh some of the money to buy his hamburgers, like he's talking about. <laughs> Thanks. Point is, that's Travis Scott. That's right. In addition to reviewing the pod and uh, doing the things that you usually do, please uh, check out the Patreon. See if you want to. Fucking help us do what we're gonna do, and I already swore. But Slim, can you hit him with the one, well, ladies
1: and gentlemen? This is an adult <laughs> podcast. And if you are at work or around children and shouldn't be listening to profanity, this is a good time to stop listening. But if you're a real one, keep listening because we out here, motherfuckers.
0: FCFC. Light that candle. Are back, back in black.
1: Mm. FEC, Welcome to the FCFC pod, where two scholars and a dickhead look at the world through a black and gold tinted lens. It's your favorite fat boy, Slim. To my left
0: is Josh, Sexy Spice. Yeah! And to my right is the bearded dweez. My beard has nothing on this man's beard or nothing. Oh. My,
1: he got a little extra curl. He got a little extra <laughs> curl on you. The guy... It's refined. To my left, next to Josh, is is... Someone you might not know, but you should if you appreciate the type of uh, beautiful artworks that go up on TIFO days, uh, as well as the most beautiful curled mustache I've ever seen in the North End. <laughs> we got formidable Fernando in the backyard today. Hey, hey, hey welcome. welcome. Up. Cheers, brother. Cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers, cheers. We doing can, so You're not going to hear the clinkies, but clink, we are clink. cheersing. It was faint. I bet you could hear it. Hey, see, add that shit in and <in> post.
2: The <laughs>
0: Clink. <laughs> If you're listening to this, Josh hasn't let me get a break in like four days. So Bro, don't worry, I'll cut that part out. Just, <laughs> just do, do your job. AC's just alongside Josh on a leash behind him that he's making. <laughs> 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 Finger is fucking hurt. Yeah, oh my a, god! Spice
1: randomly wants to be like you know just on top of his shit, and then it just he brings down people. Yeah, like you guys seen Breaking Bad? Yeah, yeah, yeah or what? Pinkman at the end.
2: Actually, I didn't in watch in the that warehouse. From, he's chained up. Man. Oh. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody? I'm just, I'm Damn, it's no? been so
1: long that I don't even remember the end. <laughs> I've not seen Breaking Bad. Oh, really? You would have Fernando, seen. you're off to a bad start, oh, bro.
2: Man, Come on, how dare you mention uh, the most wait, wait, popular wait, wait, show no, of he's the He's not the off to sense. a bad start.
0: He, he like, solved the Rubik's Cube that is entering the backyard with a oh, whole God. different <laughs> way. He, like, true. took the pieces <laughs> apart and then just made the colors yeah, all arrange and then put them back together. That was the equivalent. <laughs> I have lived at this house for five years, and I've never seen someone enter through that space. I, for a long time, didn't even know it existed. He, like, walked through I the platform. It. What is the thing in Harry Potter where the guy, like, you throw... Platform up 9 and 3 quarters. Platform 9 and 3 quarters, man. Yeah. Yeah. Platform fuck 9 around, and, like, and 3 quarters. That's on, what these. he did, and he somehow just appeared in the back Shout there. out <laughs> Harry Potter, man. J.K.
1: Rowling, I know you're going through some shit right now. It's going to be all right. <laughs> she <we laughs> she know was you, waiting for our okay, We know you like, listen to Potter. We know <laughs> you're listening right now. If there's it's going right to be on. cool. Don't worry about it. Well, as the helicopter flies over, don't well, yeah. we get into our first
0: question, please. What's your last football memory before quarantine?
3: <sighs> oh,
0: it was a beautiful afternoon. Uh,
3: I was in the North End. We were uh, me and my wife were there. We were watching uh, David Beckham sitting up in the stands by himself. Uh, it was it's uh, where he belongs by yeah. himself. <laughs> Just it was a yeah. Uh, was that Inter really Miami game beautiful. was a. Uh, Last time I was at the bank. Feels like a lifetime.
2: A lifetime ago, right? Yep. Yeah, man. The thing was, what, why was he by himself? Because everyone just giving him like a, a chance to enjoy it for like a solo dolo? Because he was, was, was with like, Gordon Ramsay match. and yeah. shit.
3: Nobody yeah, really right. wants to hang out with him. Apparently, he might have had COVID. Is well, that? yeah, yeah, yeah. Supposedly, <laughs> yeah. Supposedly <laughs> that was the rumor. Yeah. Oh, wow. I want to hang out with him.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: they allegedly,
0: allegedly. David, we're all all not saying that shit.
3: David, I love you. I know you're listening. Don't worry about it. Yeah.
0: What's your oldest or what's your newest memory of? <laughs> football why are you trying to change <laughs> things up today, guys? I'm in this house on this property so often. That's so why when you I brought get, like seven other when people. When I get people today. to visit, I just try to mix it up a
3: little. Bit. I got a second one. That was a, few, a, a few weeks prior in Leon. <laughs> oh, fuck. Mm. That was a that was a good one. Damn, that's my new
1: Seattle right oh, man. now. Every time someone brings up Leon, I get really sad inside every year there's a new
3: seattle for you <laughs> every year in new seattle you were you were in man. portland with us
2: you were in seattle with us now leon all right wait, what, only...
3: everybody's always picking on my boy Sam. Yeah, i know <laughs> man i just wanted to live happily oh
2: man wait what what about leon do you remember what what,
3: what about uh, leon do you man, it, was, it was beautiful man it was uh it was uh an adventure that's for sure it was uh uh first of all it was uh My wife and I's first major, major away day, you know, trip. Mm -hmm. And then we're going to the middle of Mexico, you Mm -hmm. know. And uh, it's her first time, actually, in a supporter environment. Oh... So she hadn't been to the north end. She hadn't been to the north end. She had been. She had gone after to mm-hmm. the inner Miami match, but uh, she <laughs> she hadn't uh, uh, been yet. She had been to matches, but she hadn't been in the north end yet. So what, what was? So that? she, you know, it was a uh, uh, gave her fair warning what was going on. She she was familiar with the you know. Uh, she's seen she seen the yeah, exactly. from yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's familiar, but it was her first time. So it was a. Uh, uh, uh interesting to say the least did but, she enjoy or it or she she like had a bla- no she was uh sold on it she, okay she she's down she was at the match a few weeks later you know mm-hmm. the next week that's true so so yeah she loved it and it, it turned out great we, we were uh i had a good time with uh met up with the cuervos one night had a, had a legendary night there oh the big ass yeah, pad that yeah. they had or no, 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 we met bar. up at a, okay. at a bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. one night, and uh, it turned out uh, really cool, we had a good time, and and, uh, and uh, the next morning, uh, met up uh, with, oh uh, no, it was our last day, right? Yeah. It was our last day with, uh, uh, I met up with Alex and Benny and uh, <coughs> uh, my wife and uh, uh, Pita, we, we all went to go uh, to a restaurant, and we're eating, having a good time, you know, relaxing, and, had a drink, and, and uh, waiting for our food. And our, our server turns out to be uh, uh, a football fan, you know, and, mm. and he happened to be at the match that night mm. to And This was after the match. Okay. Mm. So uh, um, he happened to go that night, and so he goes, yeah, you know, I went. Uh, he had met some LAFC supporters the day before that had given him a, 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 a hat and scarf, I believe. It might have even been the Cuervos. I think they were there the day before. And, um, and uh, uh when we're there eating, he he comes back and he shows us his phone, and it's him in the stands. I'll, I'll have AC pull the picture up. Uh, it's him in the stands, rocking his LAFC gear at the Leon Stadium. <laughs> oh, and he's a local, wow. you know, so it was it was it was uh, that's amazing, real crazy. Yeah, it was just great, and uh, we all got to meet him. We took a photo with him at the restaurant, and, and uh, it's just some evangelism yeah, in action right there, you know. It was yeah, there look, he is. There <laughs> And, yeah, he had his scarf, he had his hat, he, he was, uh, wear, uh, rocking it proudly in the stands over Leon. He was just sitting in, you know, regular seating, you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't with the LAFC fans or anything, you, it's yeah, it, it was, uh, it was pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean for the listeners, I think, um,
3: Fernando's kind of design fingerprints
2: all over what we get to enjoy on math, match day in and out, and even outside of match days now that we're all kind of still in, um, in this pandemic craze, but, um. Man, where'd your did you always love this game, man? Like, I I want to kind of maybe take take the take the 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 first football yeah, memory yeah, route. Yeah. Like, where did it come it, from? I bro?
3: think uh, uh, it's the same kind of probably like a lot of people around our our age mm-hmm. uh, is around the world the O two World Cup. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah, we're all probably middle school, high school, you know, and, yeah. and finally finding the game, and, and that's kind of a. Uh, it was cool because uh, uh, I didn't grow up uh, involved in the game Mm. Uh, no one in the household watched it regularly or anything Um, it was uh, you know it was we knew the sport I played it at school recess and grade school or whatever elementary but um, it wasn't until that '02 2 World Cup uh, one night just in the middle of the night my mom's waking me up Mm -hmm. in the middle of the night and and I'm I'm tripping out I'm like what's going on you know what what uh, you know, I thought something happened. <laughs> she, she didn't tell me. She didn't give me any warning, any heads up throughout the day before or anything. And she was waking me up for a match. Mm-hmm. And she was excited about the World Cup match. And, and it turns out she was waking me up to go to the living room, to, to hang out with her and watch it. It, it wasn't a, anything major, a big old deal. Mm. But it was a cool, you know, bonding moment with her. And, and I look back on it fondly. And we just hung out for those nights and, and watched those matches. And, and it was a cool uh memory you know I look back on
2: yeah I mean shout out Asian time zones because no matter what what country we're supporting at the time of like we literally like all of us have a memory of like being like barely conscious enough to be looking at the tv and all of a sudden like the magic happens right and that's that's what happens with uh world cup season especially when it's not in a a time
0: zone American European even yeah no I I mean I just had all these crazy flashbacks as he's talking (laughs) about that of just you know i was 16 at the time so Mm -hmm. i just had my driver's license and i was driving around doing my thing you know linking up with friends to watch these games and i just remember that whole summer was just full of like the most obscure hour shit of all time and i i love like this is gonna sound like it's coming out of nowhere i always loved finals week in college because it was just it was such a like twist on normal reality and normal time like everyone's Uh like staying up all night to study right everything's upside down and it just felt i always felt like that was exhilarating because new things would happen something funny would happen something odd would happen something intense would happen and it was like that when the world cup happened in 2002 because everything was at such crazy hours that it really did disrupt normal time yeah, yeah. in like a way that was unforgettable even if you like I feel like people even if you hated the game you like can't forget that tournament just mm-hmm. because like people were yeah. making a, such a fuss over it um i wonder you know after that memory what what's that link between you know where this is sort of this somewhat fond memory in the distance obviously like you didn't have you didn't grow up with a sport in a yeah, strong yeah. affinity but at what point Maybe do you fall in love... Did you fall in love with the sport first? A culture aspect first? Like, which thing finally grabbed you? And you were like, wait a second, maybe there's something more here.
3: Well, well, a few later, uh, a few years later, I had uh, gone to my first match, which happened to be, uh, I think, at the Coliseum. And it was uh, a doubleheader. It was uh, uh, chivas Guadalajara versus Barca. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it was an MLS match before. It was Carson versus somebody. I don't remember... I know it was a doubleheader, and and that, uh, I had a friend of mine who so happens to be kind of like one of the guys that mentored me at the beginning of my art, you know, our young age mm. where we're figuring all this out together, you know, and just uh, he, he was a good friend on that end, and 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 uh, oh, he had uh, his football friends kind of, you know, on the other side. We didn't really mingle. I didn't I didn't really intersect with that part of his life, you know, and, and he happened to have some friends that were. Um, Going to the match, and he had an extra ticket, so he asked me. He's like, "Hey, do you want to uh, go?" And and uh, I was in high school at the time, so I asked my mom, and she said, "Yeah." So, so I uh, join them, and we go head up to L.A. We jump in, you know, pack in some cars, and head up there, and uh, it was crazy. It was my first live match, so you know, you just feel that that energy, that that build up. Um, I was familiar with the sport. I I. I we we played in school, I had the general understanding, but not the full-on knowledge, you know. Um, So, it was, I was just kind of absorbing everything, like, I was just feeling the energy around me, and and people reacting to these through balls, and these plays, and passes, you know, so uh, that's kind of what burned into my memory, you know, those early years, and and, uh, little by little after that, you know, eventually just kind of built up to, you know, you start, uh, getting curious you start looking up other teams you hear these names you hear these highlights you see these videos and and you know little by little you start picking up stuff you start playing fifa you know it's just a whole snowball and then, effect
0: and then one day you just find yourself watching <laughs> red star belgrade yeah, highlights some, some in your underwear tier, at four yeah, in the morning
3: and your life's like wait Ill- what's illegal, going on <laughs> illegal stream oh my god yeah
0: we're kind
2: of the masters of the legal stream i feel like just like finding all weird reddit forums oh yeah with,
0: yeah, with second division Uruguayan freaking leagues going yeah. on. Shout out to elemi.so. Elemi.so. <laughs> Sponsor the pod. <laughs> no, yeah, you yeah. usually have to click open at least three links yeah, and, uh, and click through. Yeah, yeah. And, and just sort of, you know, you just got to with, withstand the storm of yeah. pop-ups and just you got to get through it. it. Yeah, and eventually yeah. you'll, you'll get there. one that'll open up. You'll slide. see only
3: the left half of the field. but <laughs> It's the life
0: of the illegal stream. Yo, so tell me about where are you as an artist – in those years those high school years oh, that, man. i mean what was oh, what was in art infancy. like to you where did it like you know where did oh, it fit man. into your psyche were you like actively drawing were you painting were yeah you... yeah yeah um uh, it was always something i gravitated towards
3: since i was little elementary school i always uh group projects you knew who was doing the board you know who was doing the backgrounds and all that you know so it, it always was kind of a uh my passion but um once you kind of hit high school middle school you start uh figuring things out you start finding the music you like that starts the clothes you like to shoot you know and starts kind of molding your your personality and you start uh it almost kind of uh whatever gravity you gravitate towards kind of influence you know it kind of affects all of that so yeah so just uh classic 90s 80s hip-hop culture just called out to me you know Mm. i i i I, it was drawn to it from the moment you know you hear all these groups and and you start finding out all this music and your older relatives cds you start finding all this stuff you know and it it, uh snowballs and and it uh so i started looking into hip-hop culture graffiti all that you know you start um you know you're sketching you're drawing on your friends folders making drawings (laughs) you know all that stuff you know so it, it was just a, a whole uh, journey, and in those early years, it was more. Um, even you know, till this day, you get that imposter syndrome. You know, you feel like, like you're you're drawing, but uh, you have these friends that might draw a little bit better than you, or, yeah. or you know what it is, you know. Uh, and and you, you almost kind of hide it. You're doing it in your bedroom. You're doing these sketchbooks. You're doing these drawings, but as you know. Kind of, uh, you see everything else ro- evolve around you. You either, you know, come out of it and 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 grow, or you kind of withdraw in your shell. Mm-hmm. And,
1: and I just feel like people that are super creative are tend to be a little more in their head and neurotic oh putting their, their work out. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah totally, dude. That, I mean, the imposter syndrome you mentioned is, is, is yeah it's so vital to so much of the creative that we. You, you're produce, your own right? worst critic man exactly and yeah. then art for, for like artists in particular it's like the imposter syndrome. i've i've heard really big artists say like it never really goes away Yeah, yeah. and you sometimes like we give other outlets like the power to give us an ability to take us out of that syndrome but like for you like is that something that you still face today as you know an artist who does like more larger scale things or yeah, how does yeah. that affect you um and yeah, yeah man
3: today? uh when you're when you have these uh for example like the tifos and, and you have a design and, and uh, you've been working on it for weeks however long and it's just in the back of your mind every night you're you're going through the process making sure uh you're designing it the right way so it's easier on the people creating it you yeah. know you got to take all that into account and and uh every night you know sometimes you'd have to go back to the drawing board and and switch something up to make it easier and and uh yeah, you, you you still deal with it, but you almost use it like fuel, you know, you, 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 um, just with 3252 and stuff, and and posting all my images and designs, you know, you, you, you start getting that positive reinforcement from everybody, and, and it, uh, you know, it pushes you, and, and, uh, you see the passion in the stands, and you want to translate that, and, and give that back to the people, you know, and make them proud, and, and, you know, that's kind of where I'm at, I'm just trying to keep creating and, and pushing out images and just trying to, you know, move that
0: culture culture forward, you know? I have a new stance on imposter syndrome. Talk to me. We're all... I I. I strongly feel like I looked for uh, people to, like, tell me that I wasn't an imposter and, like, all the years I put in and all the things I'd already worked on were enough to validate you know me as a professional creative or whatever but now i think the opposite i think uh we're all imposters (laughs) oh that's where you landed on no seriously no but in the best way like Uh because the idea of like why it's there is because we're we're expecting some perfect creative model for ourselves that doesn't exist even for the top people i mean my favorite the artists that we all think are like in the stratosphere like you said they still think they're imposters so what does that tell you yeah. well that there's there's no getting rid of it because it's actually true they are actually imposters and i'm an imposter because we are so much more than just artists we're like human beings with complex things and sometimes we're tired and sometimes we're lazy and sometimes we do think something worse than we will sometimes we spend more time on it it's never unified and yeah. so because of that of course you're an imposter because you try to put yourself into a box of like this you know perfectly defined like artist, like this some ideal that yeah. exists outside of you of course you you will never reach that you will always be an imposter towards this some like you know categorical thing like that so for real i'm like i'm straight up like yeah like we're <clears throat> imposters and that's okay because everyone's an imposter
3: that, that's kind of what helped me break that wall down is is realizing we're all trying to reach that level and we're never going to be happy and maybe 80% complete is good enough, you know, and that's what uh, held me back a lot, is, is uh, this one little thing you're trying to perfect, and you're, you know, and oh, it's not good enough, and you don't post it, and, and uh, you know, <clears throat> you just hold all that in, and it never gets out, and yeah. I think a lot of people suffer from that i agree i hide it you know they they hide their talents it's It's,
0: it's, for real yeah yeah. i think expression in general like if you wait for it to be perfect it will never be perfect and Mm -hmm. i do think it like sort of sits and stews inside of you and becomes like probably like a little cancerous to your body because it's like it wants to be out you want it to be out and yet you're waiting for some you know like permission or some seal of approval that yeah. has never existed and will never exist, mm-hmm. even if you get paid like tens of thousands of dollars for your creations, right? Right, right. right. Um, so I, I don't know. I found a lot of freedom in that as well. Like he said, sometimes it is only eighty percent, but that's a hundred percent. That's a hundred percent of what you can do, right? Yeah, now, and, right. And it's a
3: hundred percent more than someone else is not yeah. doing, and they're just and it's a hundred percent talking about it's it. A hundred percent you, yeah, that, yeah, right? You,
0: yeah. It's you know. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's a weird. It's certainly a weird thing. But for me, like that's been a change over the past like month or so that I've yeah, actually yeah, yeah. had. Likewise, I was, like, yeah.
2: No, and it, I think that's that's super super important because you do have to come to like kind of inner realization of itself. Because like, especially today, there's so many ways where you can get like. I mean, we all. This is like a very subjective thing that we all do. We create stuff, right? And so the people who are giving you like the pat on the back and 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 the gateway in is so different from ever before, right? It's not like. You you need a radio single to have made it right, but the thing for for about your art in particular to the LAFC universe, Fernando, which I think is fascinating, is that like we're not talking about like some anonymous stream somewhere. Like when I mean, we could go down the hit list of what you've done and what you've designed, but here, were two of the things that come to mind right now for me um, immediately are the Kobe and GGT and the Forever Faithful banner for um, the. I mean, I guess no fans in attendance, North End, North End. um, No fan, North End. Yeah, no fan, North End. And like these are two of the (coughs) most important images to have come out of this year. Like I I truly believe that. And like, so it's not anonymous. You see your direct art and your weird vectors and stuff come up on a thousand foot, you know, physical, physical thing where you can see it see it by helicopter. It's true. It's true. I've, never had,
0: I've never experienced yeah. that part. Yeah. So, yeah, what's that what's, like for you, yeah.
2: man? Like, it's so subjective. Oh yeah, the, the feedback is so weird. Man, and do you just come in your pants every time? <laughs> <laughs> Fair question. Fair question.
1: You guys,
3: I've been a little less flagrantly, wow, so man. fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's wild to see it. it um, luckily for my first ever TIFO, which was the, the Vela Supporter Shield... That, oh um, man another freaking greatest hit. Dude. Yeah that was that was my first one and uh and uh it was cool cuz uh the Expo Originals uh had given me the opportunity to uh walk out the flag pre-match. Mm. So Ooh, yeah oh, so, so I'm out to see <laughs> yeah. Oh A- shit. And, uh, uh I happened to be able to get some uh get some family in uh get some tickets last minute and they were sitting on the south end oh yeah and yeah. i when i carried out the flags we just have i just happen to be <coughs> all the way by the south end almost oh my so God. you know my family's right there mm-hmm. everything's going on carson's upstairs oh. talking shit and then uh you see everything go up and you see the black smoke and you see the tifo go up Ah, man, it was a, a, a very uh, surreal moment that, that still feels like a dream. It, it, and you're on the field just coming yeah, in your pants. Like, yeah. is, that's what's it happening. Right uh, uh, with the best fucking uh, cream. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: Sorry, guys. That shit is so um, wild, though. No, that shit is for, yeah. Because mm. for people not in the North End who never sat, uh, never stood and chanted from the North End, when Tifo goes up. We don't paint the back of those tifos, y'all. It's hard enough to paint the front of it. So we see like weird plain paint blotches. Yeah, yeah, Before yeah. we had the pulley system, yeah. we were literally pulling them overhead, where they were about a foot above our above our necks, right? And so we don't really get to see the the, the beauty of this thing happen until after on Sports Center mm. or some shit like that. But yours, you're, you're <laughs> watching the show
1: it on Sports Center. Fuck you.
3: <laughs> Yo, oh, I, I'm not sure if it was that one or the Kobe one. Uh, probably even both. Got cut off on the uh, DV if you DVR'd it because of the, uh, you know, the, the programming schedule uh, yeah. or whatever. So, uh, and
0: they cut it trash, off. Yeah, there's some, bro. like, college football games. Oh, yeah, on. I was about to say NASCAR. Yeah, yeah, some shit like yeah, yeah, If it's on Fox Sports, it's and definitely some it
3: NASCAR yeah. shit. Fucking Mississippi, on Alabama the, State I think plane. on the Spanish on the Spanish uh, stream it uh, caught it. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, yeah,
1: the Spanish streams know the significance <laughs> of TIFOs. Damn you, America. That's crazy,
3: <laughs> man. TIFOs,
1: man, that's
2: We're just in our bag today, man. This is going to be a really good one. I just maybe we cut no, that are you just tooting Sorry, our, <laughs> our <laughs> live on air yeah, you yeah. fucking edit sociopathic edit fuck <laughs> cut it out <laughs> I'm also I, I don't I was telling him in the car before but like I'm being painted as a bad guy this pod and this is incorrect and it was actually Edgar that posted that fucking photo <laughs> you scumbag Jesus Christ Edgar posted this picture of, of me first and then the rest of the guys here and then Sam's like <laughs> you fucking dickhead
0: sociopath
2: <laughs> and all of a sudden like I'm the asshole for now like I, I, I've i been out here spreading love and peace and joy you you know, make a among good, the people you make
0: a good villain now who Yeah. 2020. fool. the yeah. truth doesn't oh, fucking shit. matter. Fuck your, fuck you make, your story. But you make a good villain. How do I make a good villain, Dweebs? Don't you think he makes a good villain? He's an unexpected so. villain, right? He's, he's the type like of villain the, you're just the like, like. Wait,
3: CEO. He's like in some room uh, Wait, it's board not. Room. It's not like, like the. It's not the, the nice guy. All along the- <laughs>
2: But I'm I'm Dr. Dre in that Beats commercial, y'all. No. Think of that. Visual. Don't ever put yourself no. in the category <laughs> with Dr. Dre again. Well, Dr. Dre don't like a Yankee. Quarter fits? of a Diddy ass <laughs> <laughs>
1: motherfucker. That's, that's,
2: Yo, Diddy killed the guy, man. What?
0: Oh, in the club. Yo. Hey, he had a good contribution to the Burn a Boy album. And on that note, let's take our first break. Hey. I was about to say that was a break, dude.
2: Back here FCFC Pod, here with formidable.
0: Here. Hey! Puro
2: pinche party.
1: We're <laughs> back in the backyard.
0: <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> What was that <laughs> tone? Well. Dude, I've been recording oh with God. Josh I've for how long now? now. I've never heard you? that tone before. <laughs> what <a> t- <laughs> I,
2: I literally just saw the cover that um that you made for Peter's playlist again on, on oh, IG. Okay. And I was like, on my Spanish Lovets, so I was like trying to remember it. Like, how
0: are I'm
1: you? So. Dude, I, I played, yo know, last week that we were fucking here. Sad
0: oh
2: life. yeah, I
1: have like three songs, but it, they're not like... <laughs> They're like the wildest songs she put on the playlist that I have in my liked songs category. So yeah, if you seen any of the photos that we put out for media today,
0: they were most likely inspired by Sam's wild song pics. So, I just want to comment on another entrance. We just had Peeta ho- holla at the, at the gate and <laughs> pop in real quick. Um, and Josh, do you want to repeat what you said?
2: <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I, I, I went into a, a trance just there.
1: <laughs> 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 he blacked out and just said, Pinche Party. <laughs> what?
0: It was so beautiful. So swears oh,
1: he's man. really from L.A., dog. You don't know what a Pinche Party I is. Actually I, don't. I out actually out don't. I actually don't.
2: Y'all educated me right here. I'm learning. <laughs> hey. hey it's pretty
0: much what our tailgates look like. God's working on all of us, man. Quentin D. Merrill is good. So we're back with Fernando. He's got the Las Palmas... PSCA. What is P.S. Palm Springs. Palm Springs, California, and then dive. Dive is the
3: uh, name of the uh, that brew. It's a uh, unfiltered pilsner.
0: Unfiltered pilsner. Cheers, Clinkies. my brother. Cheers. We got some clinkables now.
2: Okay, Ooh. well we got we got some gripes, man. We got some gripes to to, to, to come with you, man. It's What's um. Up? <laughs> okay, let me, up. let me set this up. Let me set this up.
0: I can't even wait.
2: Our club is so new, yeah. we don't know what we're good at yet, so we just let everyone just kinda of run with their passions and talents, whatever whatever that is. And so it used to just be like the noise, the music, right? We're loud we're louder than everyone else. Yeah. And I think slowly, maybe maybe it was from the beginning as well, but more so as more SGs are kind of finding their voice and identity, like the graphics and the visuals that accompany all that noise and all that sound is um just like incredible. Super incredibly inspiring for me. And also The one thing that I will say is um, the thing that makes me write better and concept better and create better is uh, jealousy, is envy. And I see dope shit from people who are like my friends or friends of friends, and then I get really upset and angry and i turned that into productivity somehow you know feeling yeah right <laughs> and um that's i think that,
1: that's that korean han right there yeah it's
2: the it's the it's the burden it's the burden talking right now but i think um
0: shout out to our book of the month club hey. tell me about the han the <laughs> han yeah second man. second story yeah
2: listen listen to the book of the month we, My, we got minor a good feelings guys minor
0: feelings kathy Hong, shout out
2: but it's um we just had um we had two of the kind of i think um Guys, who set the tone for what the Expo originals would look like and feel like at this table, AC thankfully is gone now. Hopefully to never return. <laughs> he's but back uh, at work. Oh god, he's back. <laughs> he put a do rag. He put the three three five two do rag on. It's incredible. But it's um. Come back Shout out
0: to Monty for bringing the supporter shield. 3252. Yeah, oh Shout out Monty
2: and Ezra. Your Monty. right foot is crazy.
0: Ezra. <laughs> Ezra's got a crazy right foot. He was, he
2: was smacking the fence earlier I'm smacked dude it's fucking crazy um i did where does um man i'm trying to figure out how the best way to 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 act, to tailor this but it's like i wanted. Well, you talked a little about your influences but like when you had this whole sg um culture to design for like what was the first things that you wanted to create what were the things that that you saw across the world that you're like we need an la representation of this yeah. and how does
3: that represent you and sg well, when you see uh, around the world, you know, as you're, you're getting more into the game, you, you start seeing uh, the other sides of the game, you know, the supporter culture, the TIFOs, the banners, the away days, you start seeing, you know, once you you are kind of uh, got the understanding of all the leagues, you start, you know, knowing all the teams and, and, and you start... Uh, everyone I've ever met stays hungry after that point and keeps digging and digging and, you yeah. know, and you... You you love that cult you know that environment that culture that atmosphere so much that you you keep uh, uh, digging and and you find out all these legendary tales and all these uh, uh, imagery all these old photos you, you find all that stuff on the internet and uh, and uh, it, it pushes you and, and uh, you you want I always wanted something similar once I really understood uh, the game and and had teams and. Would follow Premier League and all that, and wake up in the morning. You know, you you, you want something more. You want something of your own. And and uh, I think LAFC came on right at the at the perfect moment. And, and uh, since day one, I was in. I was bought in. But I live too far away. You know, my usually uh, my commute to the stadium is probably about two and a half hours for a oh, match day. Fuck. So so you know you you you. you you take that into consideration when you make such a big commitment and uh and uh i just happen to make the right one and and find the right group and and uh so many uh other individuals like you said you know that that same thing pushed me seeing alex seeing other individuals uh, that are so talented you know in other fields seeing edgar's photography all that i wanted to use edgar's photography to make things i wanted you know you you, it pushes you and Mm. you see alex and you see uh all the other great artists in the North End, you, you, it pushes you, and, and that's when you're dealing with that imposter syndrome, and, and you see that, you know, instead of being upset at what someone else is making because you can make something better or whatever, you're you take it upon yourself to 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 follow through. You know, you you, you know you can do it. You uh, it just came to a point where I had to follow through with it, and and. Uh, and make the stuff I was thinking of, and and send it to the people, and and uh, and uh, really, you know, just fo- follow through with it. There, there's no cheat code. You just got to do it. You just got to sit down and, and draw every day, and, and and there there's no answer. You know, you just got to put in the work, and and hopefully, you know, you put your energy in the right environment, and something comes of it. And, you know. Luckily, I found a a good landing spot with Expos. You
0: know,
2: there's no cheat code, man. That's yeah, that's good.
0: Well, and it's like the idea of like the opposite of answers. You know, the opposite of thinking, like just doing. Easy way. And okay, so now let's talk about the desert, (laughs) because I feel like everything you just described, like, is also like a very like desert mentality and like you know, there's an often forgotten thing here in Los Angeles that we are living in a desert. You know, you you get fooled by the trees that are here or really green grass where it still exists. Um, but we're in a desert and you are in the thick, the heart of the desert a couple hours away. Shout out to Fernando for driving all the way out here making that same commute to Expo Park to just come hang with us. Shit, man. Yeah, for real. Thank you, man. I think it's the definitely the record of someone coming on some the pod. Uh, but... I want to know how much like the desert influence influences you like not just as an artist or not just as a football fan but just as a person and you know you sounds like you've lived out there your whole life um talk a little bit about that yeah yeah it um totally
3: i i uh i kind of uh am withdrawn more uh uh to myself you know I, i kind of uh in the desert i mean during summer it's 120 115 you, stay you know you stay everyone stays inside you mm. know you don't come out till nighttime so uh you're either out with your friends or, or you're uh stuck at home and and
1: uh and during those nights it's still like mid 80s <laughs> at night so it's, it's not yeah yeah, yeah,
3: fun. yeah. It, it's still uh pretty warm outside <laughs> and uh uh yeah it um it kind of uh, structures you work around it instead of uh just out out here, you know, you got a 20 degree difference at least, mm-hmm. you know. So so it, it's kind of different, mm-hmm. and uh, you just kind of everyone's out at night, and uh, during the day everyone's either, you know, it, it it's everyone's indoors or in the AC. Everyone's working. Mm-hmm. It, it um, it's just a whole different uh, environment. It's almost not not nocturnal, but you know, everyone. It becomes more lively at night. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. That was I, wild. Have you, uh, did you go to Palm Springs High School? I did not.
3: I went to Cathedral City High School, next okay. to, next town over.
0: Okay. Shout out to John Carlos, the boy, the sprinter. He was actually teaching at Palm Springs High School when mm-hmm, I went out there to interview mm-hmm, him in 08. Yep, Yeah. Um, and, oh, is that right? Yeah, yeah I think Louise
3: was out there, right, for the one yeah. spoke? Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. So and Big he, fan of the well, Pop. he and
0: he was he was like, yeah, he was he was working <laughs> at that school in like some program to help kids who were like, you know, on on the side like, target. Yeah, what do they call detention? Like remote detention academy. Problems, yeah. I know exactly. It's attached to Palm Springs High School. Yeah. So yeah. he yeah he was out there or whatever. And I've I mean I've we've all been out to the desert. You guys have been out to the desert, right? Mm-hmm. You've hung out in Palm Springs. You've been out. There. It's just it is just a different. It's a different world out there And it has a different effect People from LA come out there to sort of like Party or yeah, yeah, get escape, on psychedelics yeah. uh, You know There's always, always obviously like the old Hollywood Like yeah. memories of, of Palm Springs I'm planning a trip out to Palm Springs soon To try the uh, Cactus to Clouds Trail mm-hmm. um, And it's just like a really fascinating place uh, Obviously like Joshua Tree Nearby yeah, and everything yeah. like that um, But you know what how, you know, you would come to L.A. for concerts. It sounds like yeah, you'd come yeah. to L.A. for, for games, mm-hmm. you know, your first football game. What do people in Palm Springs think about Los Angeles? Are they, like, a nuisance when the people come out to fuck up your desert tranquility? Or how does it... it it's you know? a
3: love-hate because, uh, uh, yeah, the, the whole uh, um, mega, you know, concert, three-day... You know, it all started there with Coachella and, mm. and you know other concerts. You know, and uh, it it uh, at first was kind of uh, uh, it was out there. I remember going in high school and uh, uh, it was a uh, I think two days at the time still, mm. and uh, uh, you see all these other bands and and it turned and slowly morphed over the years as. Just like football, the commercialism—you know—it all entered yeah. and and it just morphed over the years into this whole money-making. You know, they they uh, redid the whole area around it. Well, you know, it's, they're, it's they're it's buying all the
1: property people discovered what it. Coachella was because Frank Ocean sang about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I feel like, I feel like the real changes when ra- they had Rage, they had yeah, Rage yeah, against the rage the Machine. There was machine. Th- the yeah. years before Rage uh, were like yeah. it was still a yeah, Rage against the Machine. An, 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 yeah. you know, and I that think- was 2000. Honestly, that was 2000. Seven, maybe that was the second time. Yeah, the first time was ninety nine. Oh, I think ninety nine. They had
3: Rage in ninety nine. Yeah, oh. that was when the, the initial earliest. whole thing okay. started. Okay. It was Rage, mm. and then when they their first show back together uh i was at i think i was at both i was at rock the bells that year
0: i went to rock the bells i was at rock the bells that year
3: and uh it was uh coachella but i'm not sure i don't remember which one was first but it was right when the first i guess coachella was
0: first in the spring and then probably and then rock Rock the bells Bells. was in the but i was at both yeah yeah yeah. wow so that was the year that i felt like coachella switched from being like oh this is kind of cool like and music up. festival thing for music yeah. heads to like okay it's like just the whole everyone go yeah just go yeah
2: is that a part of your life because you're you're local there or do you feel like you would have found found these and sought out these concerts because you're just a fan?
3: Um, I probably would have also, uh, but um, of course the access being right in your backyard, you know, it's it's a lot easier and and you find ways. Um, in fact, uh, in my early twenties, uh, I used to uh, work at a screen printing shop.
1: Yeah. And
3: uh, uh, just kind of helping out, just kind of the errand boy doing whatever, helping. And um, uh, one year, some friends of ours went to Coachella the first night and uh, sent us a photo of some t shirts. And I worked at a screen printing shop. So he sent us the photos, and it happened to be of the uh, crew that was uh, recycling all the stuff, you know. Uh They had a couple, you know, recycling images on their shirt. So he sent us the photo so that uh, that night we recreated the t-shirts and the next day you better believe we were uh lined up trying to find our way into coachella yeah Yeah. Yeah. and we went through the back way where uh all the vendors and stuff come through and they didn't let us in (laughs) and we we, uh happened to uh, just keep going around going towards the front and we ended up finding security along the way and he uh, uh opened up uh the fence and let us through we told them, oh we're late we're uh we're, we're on our way you know we had to meet whatever you know we yeah, gave them some yeah. bs and uh uh what helped was uh uh the crew of these clean cleanup people uh they all wore one color shirt and the supervisor wore a separate color shirt mm-hmm. I, I think it was red mm-hmm. and so we made one red shirt out of the group
0: <laughs> so ah. then
3: uh, uh we pulled to the fence and then uh uh we told security oh we're late you know we're we're uh, supposed to be here blah 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 and he led us through and then uh, uh shout out to uh my wife which was my then girlfriend at the time uh she was with us uh-huh. and it was me and the guys from the shop and my wife and my girlfriend at the time and uh we all snuck into Coachella and and uh, as soon as we got in yeah. we all took off our shirts and uh and dispersed, and uh, you know, found each other later on, and, and didn't
2: recycle a
1: single thing that <laughs>
2: <day>. <laughs> Never that. Sam, you ever you ever a story about that trying to sneak in with uh, some some merch, some gear? I feel like this is kind of down your alley.
1: Um, not with merch. I actually had a friend who uh, his girlfriend was an EMT, so he borrowed her jacket and Fire. got, got into EDC Fire. for free.
2: Oh my god! Uh, they're they're one short in the EMT mm-hmm. because
1: of you, bro. Uh, and then uh, someone
2: died that night, bro. And then normally, no, but like, they would have died anyway. You uh, just
1: you just hand your ID to them uh, and you like to the security and then you put either a 50 or or $100 bill under it oh it's like that and sure. then they, and then they're like oh okay there you go.
2: at this point Sam you're legendary for the technique of if, whether it's an aux cord an ID there's there's gonna be a nice little $50 Ulysses S. Grant yeah, fucking bill I mean yo <laughs> you
1: get you get like you could maneuver a, around life a little better if you start tipping just random motherfuckers Yo, FCFC tip of the day, bro. Tip, of the <laughs> yeah. day. tip and
0: tip of the day. The, the, the more you know.
1: Yeah, yeah so. I mean, I actually like oh, that. Shit, that whole man. mindset started with um, trade shows because there's all the you know there's everything's union people, right? <laughs> you know, trade yeah, yeah, yeah. So you have to pay like hundreds of dollars for them to bring your box from the parking lot to sure, your booth. sure, sure. So those guys were, I just, I would finesse just like, yo, you want a couple pairs of shoes or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so it, it all started with work first, and then I turned into scumbag and changed to party.
0: <laughs> but finessing the way into the concerts, this was the first, I've never heard the, the made the t-shirt. Yeah, man, I mean, we, we, we had uh,
3: rubber gloves on, we had <laughs> trash bags, Damn. all of us. And we were committed and uh, uh, That's legit. Uh, security bought it and he opened the gate, he asked the other security on the other side to help him.
0: Damn. They took the,
3: the pole out and opened the <laughs> fence and let us through. And then we, you know, once we got down a little bit, we just all dispersed and changed. I mean, the, so the
0: last time I was at Coachella was 2000... I want to say 2010 or 2011. And i remember then it seemed so hard to get in like on the jumping over the fence shit yeah i did know a couple people, of people who yeah. still who still could this like was hard yeah there was a way right yeah. there was there was there was a there was a gap in the defense so to speak and the tickets at that time were still not so absurd that yeah. you know you could still kind of make it happen if you had to you know but now I, i'm just curious to know obviously that no one's having big festivals right now yeah. but i'm just curious to know like what that culture is like now like what what are the lengths that people have to go through like will the screen printed shirts even work anymore <laughs> like what what is what is the next thing you oh, know are man. we
3: i doubt yeah at this point now that was years ago I doubt
0: there's like it. i feel like there's like facial recognition there's just yeah, like yeah, some like yeah. drone with turrets that just yeah, shoots you it doesn't picture. matter you
3: can still just mob a fence bro
0: you think so yeah
1: my boy dan somehow he always finds a way
3: in like no matter what. Well, people do it. to... You did it to sporting events, soccer games.
0: No? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 for sure. yeah. You can do it. No, you can. And I remember, yeah. like you brought up rock the bells. I feel like at that same rock the bells, there was like eleven of us or something, and oh, our, man, we're our seats were over the fence. While yeah, our some seats were way in over. Line, and, and then like yeah. you know, we got the really cheap ones, but you wanted to be up in the front, especially like for the bigger acts. And so you know, there's always just the ways, and it's like, you know, as long as you have, there is that certain. Uh... What is it called? There's, like, some Brazilian word for it that they... We don't have a good... How are we supposed to know, (laughs) bro? No, but there's... (laughs) No, no, uh, no, but listen. There's no good... There's no good... You you said finesse. I guess finesse would be, like, the closest thing. Uh But there's, like, a... There's, like, a side way or something. Like, that's, like, the terms, like, agivina or something. Or something. I forget. (laughs) Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah, GV, something. (laughs) something, Yeah. And you (laughs) find, like, a way... You find a... Away in, yeah. and you know, I think we all grew up in that culture. Josh, did you ever sneak in anything? No, because you're a church boy. No, that's <laughs> what I'm
2: saying, bro. I'd straight up, my first concert was a Christian concert, you know, hey. and like we do ticket stubs and we, we go in, and um, I've been learning a lot,
0: of the art of the finesse through supporter culture in a lot of times <laughs> <laughs> So, this is why you're the perfect villain, because you found out about all this like way late, uh-huh. and so then you just triple down on it. Bro, you
2: think, and now, now I'm just like completely contaminated. I'm late just bro- like, I'm in this. Like if, yeah. yeah,
0: you're like yeah. one of those late bloomer
1: girls that go to college and just fucking wow
2: i wish i wish that was me i would have had more fun in college too yeah, i was yeah. also part of a church for college so that's <laughs> a, no but that's the thing i think um like another one of your friends our boy mutual voice now david Wynn taught me the art of sneaking in alcohol Also oh,
1: dan dan is uh homies with david those guys are like king finesses a lot of the shit i learned when it comes to sneaking into the party yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, is yeah. from like david and dan and Bro
2: it's wild cuz like now I'm like oh David I know how you how you bought a house like this is you you, you not spend money on fucking alcohol Oh master
1: Master of crushing beers like in the parking lot before the club like Bro. You, they they find ways
0: to finesse situations. Wait, you're, I, say, you're saying it for, but you're you're saying he found a way to buy a house because of the money saved on alcohol. So yeah, saved on things. alcohol. Instead, I'm saying he yeah, just yeah. found a way to finesse the house. No, that's oh, that's right. what I <laughs> thought too. That's yeah. what I took from it. You, I would <laughs> I wouldn't even be surprised if he somehow finesse
2: the HOA and shit like that on stuff. But some, some low percentage. Exactly, dude. Shit. I, I looked at the security guards um, at this. I mean, doesn't. Dry signature, but it's like a fucking. Uh, <laughs> I looked at the, I looked at the security at, at in Portland when I saw David do a masterclass, and I'm like, "Oh, y'all not prepared? Like it's like you, like they might have trained you, but like you and you ain't never seen someone like him before. Oh, yeah, The yeah, Dasani yeah. water bottle is terrifying, bro. I don't know what the fuck you can sneak in there, but. He's some some high quality shit. David actually ran like to the liquor store like a mile and a half down the road so he can run back to the stadium in time so to sneak in like six bottles
0: of whatever it was. And it was incredible. We could do a whole pod on finesse. Bro,
2: what the fuck? We should. Get David over
0: here, spill the secrets. Let the people know how to how to get things done in pandemic right, time. We're just
1: gonna leave it at, at David, no <laughs> no last name
0: because yeah, he definitely be sneaking
1: bottles into the paint too. <laughs> All day he gets me shitfaced at the station. Yeah yeah. yeah. Ed, edit note. Edit note. Edit. Edited right note, here. It's yeah, good. What's the time on this? Nah, it's
2: just wild, dude. It's that de- dude. Desert shit is it's something so wild to me because like I was so far from it, removed from it. So when I went for the first time, trying to understand like exactly what you said, like I, yeah. I was a knucklehead trying to be out there during like. Trying to get like L.A. brunch in Palm Springs, Spring you know, it's it's like, yeah. some shit, like some dumb shit. But like, but it is like. <laughs> yeah, thank, you, thank you, thank you, thank you,
0: Josh. I could see him. Like, Gu- guys, today we're gonna go have brunch in Palm Springs. there's A couple spots These, you can find.
2: Thank you, thank you, thank you <laughs> for an end. Jesus Christ, guys, what is this? This ain't no pile-on podcast right here. Yeah, Fuck this nice. shit. <laughs> no, but be. it's like the the idea of come like everybody just coming out at night to chill is is, is yeah. like fascinating to me. I'm just like that informs a fucking culture and informs informs how people think and uh, how they act around shit like how, do you feel like you bring any of that desert shit into the art that you do into into supportive culture like how do you feel like that that like plays a part
3: i don't know uh, I, i'm not sure if it exactly plays a part but it it um growing up you always have that Almost like an older brother, you have that city right there. You know, you always have LA in the back of your mind, and, mm-hmm. and uh, any good show you want to go see is out in LA. Mm-hmm. Any good, you know, anything sporting event, you, you it's always there. So it's kind of like a uh, it just I don't know, I can't explain it, but it's all it's always on the back of your mind, but it doesn't necessarily inform the way I create anything, but um. Maybe my attitude towards it. I want to uh, excel. I want to do good. I want to. I want to uh, make the city proud. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the closest big city we have. You know, um, you you want to. Uh, uh, all my favorite teams are from L.A. My Lakers, Dodgers, you name it. You know, so it's 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 always in the back of your mind, and, and you know when you're doing something for L.A., uh, you better you know put your most your biggest effort in mm. and, and try to you know do something good make the city proud make the state proud you, you know it it, um, it definitely uh, has a place in my heart the city with all my teams and, mm. and it uh, it it definitely uh is always in the back of my mind yeah
1: but i'm sure like like you said because it's like that big brother mentality yeah, even yeah. more so why you want to put on for your city
3: yeah you know well growing up uh, uh finding out about uh, streetwear and all these these brands I like uh, they were all out in LA mm-hmm. 03, 04, you know all these brands are starting to sprout in LA and and uh, you uh, being a fan of the hip hop culture graffiti all that I, I caught on all that stuff early mm-hmm. on and uh, uh, was ordering t-shirts online cause there was no shops out where we're from mm-hmm. that carried it at the time and and uh, you know you're always digging for it online and uh uh, making random trips out to melrose to try to pick up some t-shirts and sneakers yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and uh graffiti supplies from the couple paint shops See, yeah. there you go now yeah. we're talking workmen. Uh, workmen get and some paint workmans. pens and some uh, we're on pomona at gcs mm-hmm. we're all that you know and it, it uh uh i always look back fondly on those road trips and stuff to yeah to head out that way
0: and so were you on the desert
3: bar. tagging shit up I plead the fifth.
0: Uh, <laughs> I can't wait to do a full tagging episode when he comes back next time. We have to have, um we got to get you
2: and um my boy David on, uh, my roommate David on there, just to share the kind of Melrose experience of oh, man. growing up with workmans and, and graffiti that, and with yeah. street. Where We were talking before the pod just about um, Bobby Hundreds, because we're, we're going to be doing his book in the future for FCFC Book Club, but at um, the same time, just- like we also talked about stussy right and where stussy yes. ranks in your yeah. head and as, as kind of a reverence towards that but um oh. what other what other like stussy included what other um, streetwear stuff were you really messing with what kind of uh shoes were you messing with
3: um sneakers uh um maybe in the past decade or so i just had an affinity for uh, new balance
0: wow you've uh, been on that I've holy been shit a
3: new, a new balance uh uh right now i'm rocking some 997s yeah man i recognize uh, them um Nice. uh and then uh, uh uh that was until uh recently but uh before uh the regular you know nike adidas you know you you have your select few your sambas your your you know random nike shoes your air max whatever but uh streetwear i was always uh, uh early on i, I was on a uh, rebel Aid, on diamond on mm-hmm. all these brands and I was, uh, if anyone, uh, remember shopping online in those days, uh, there's a site called, uh, Digital Gravel. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. 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 Digital Gravel, yeah. bro. And that's where I used to find <coughs> all, cause out there there was no shops at the time, so that's where I got all my gear and, and I would, you know, you name it, uh, anything from Sam Flores, 5024SF, to Rebel 8, to Diamond, to, uh, you name it, uh, Complice, uh, acrylic, all these brands, you know, that, that were sprouting out at the time and, and. I was just, uh, you know, I had just recently got a job, so all my friends were going to to <laughs> new, new T-shirts and, and uh, ordering online and, and uh, uh, just getting whatever I could get my hands on, really. Yeah, I mean, we touched on this before the pod too, but, like,
2: um, the kind of lifespan of streetwear and and lifespan of counterculture in a lot of ways. Like, I went to ComplexCon on my company's dime and brought, like, three of my old co-workers who wanted to understand what the hell we were talking about Yeah. and um, as much as it was great seeing the culture out there I was like oh this is kind of the beginning of the end and maybe, maybe yeah. not, that's not the case case all the time but uh,
3: oh, I'm just like it went,
2: yeah, yeah. It's, it's waves of it and just like understanding where streetwear is now and like hearing about all those brand, uh, brands on digital gravel like what how do you feel about the culture now that has grown to like these major media companies and, and, and um, like billion dollars gross, you know there's
3: a little uh disdain for some of the the bigger uh brands that that um uh you know kind of not sell out but you know they they get to a point where they they expand and 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 uh there's just it's uh they're maybe uh outputting their design work something something changes along the line that, yeah, yeah. that just changes the whole aesthetic and and that that really uh, uh points you in the different direction but um uh, you know you, you start looking at all these uh up-and-coming brands uh luckily with things like instagram and stuff you start uh uh it's a really good way to connect with all these groups and brands and you start seeing all these new things pop up these new movements and uh uh it's just great to see you know you, you see all these independent designers and artists uh, start putting out prints and t-shirts and and uh not waiting to be called up to, uh, some big company, some Nike, Adidas to, to make designs. They're, they're taking it upon themselves to, uh, to, to expand and, and uh, use the internet to their advantage, you know, it, it um, yeah, that's kind of been the direction with yeah, most yeah. art is yeah. just, you
1: don't need the, the big yeah, machine anymore to get out there. you do
3: stores or anything like that. You, you, um, uh, social media is luckily one of the good things, <laughs> Yeah. on social media but uh, you know no it, for real it's man great to see yeah. no
2: as well because like the, the access the difficult thing about the whole like the the Nike the Nike affirmation is like they're re- they have good people in place that are paid very well yeah. for for you for, for them to pick out the people who don't necessarily like are like thirsting for the the collab or something like that they just yeah. know they don't know how to play like we talked about born and raised a lot amongst our, ourselves yes, and just yeah, getting like yeah. now they just did something with the the Rams they did something with the Dodgers mm-hmm. like that's really cool like Paisa boy is going yeah. off really hard right now and so there is this really fun kind of I culture just coming out literally
3: up. <laughs> yesterday joined a, a, a seminar by uh, Nevermade who did a collab with yeah. the club and he just recently came out to collab with uh, the Rams uh, he posted a, a webinar he's doing and you know I'm I'm you know I may be producing certain things for the club or the supporter group or whatever but uh, I still want to expand and, and develop and and, uh, and grow and learn and, and so you, you still sign up for these things you still uh, uh, you know it's a long journey you know you're, you're playing the long game you know you're not gonna uh, get answers on day one you, you just put in the work and, and over the years you pick up all these you know all these uh, little, tips and tricks to to, uh, you know like speed your your output you know yeah
2: and I mean is, is there a maybe this is just like how I'm thinking because I'm purely just an Instagram fucking baby and all this shit but like do you is there a part of you that's like I want my own brand. I want to design my own shit. I know you design shit for expos as well, but like, do you want something to be like? I need a T-shirt. I need a hat. Uh,
3: not necessarily, because you, you know what? The 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 joy I get from from the collective group responding to it and seeing it out on the north end, and, and that that's what I'm looking for. The yeah. the the brand, the the money is not necessarily the the end goal here. The 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 end goal is uh to find purpose and uh you know um you find purpose and you want to uh uh make those around you proud you know you 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 have that inside of you and uh uh i love all my north end people 3252 expos everybody but um you know there's always that that thing in the back of your mind where it pushes you and you want to do better you want to uh uh, take it to that next level Mm -hmm. and, and I feel like uh, as a club, you know, the whole North End, we're, we're just getting started. And, and, and we've been talking about some really exciting stuff. And I just can't wait to see, you know, what comes of it, you know, and uh, all these conversations we're having. And, we'll definitely see that in like yeah, two man. years. <laughs> Hopefully we're, we're back in the North End soon. Oh, yeah. man.
1: And on that note, we will take another break and be back with a little tea time. Tea time! I had to do my own echo with Dweez. <laughs> tea time. Tea time!
0: I can't do this anymore for another four years. I'm going to Hawaii.
1: Uh, no, no, no! You forgot. I can't do this for four more years. Fuck America, bro! I'm moving to Hawaii. Shout what, out
0: Hassan Whiteside. What is this? What is the song that the guy was singing on the skateboard? I think it was a Fleetwood Mac song. Yeah. We're back. Tea with Dweez, Fleetwood Mac. I don't know much. Shout out, dog face. I get thr- I get thrown and shown things from the internet Dude, every time Sam comes to visit. Dog he faces. tries to he tries to tell me what's going on on those online worlds, and I just say to myself, "Well, it's good, <laughs> good. At least something's going on somewhere." I'm pouring up. I know, guys. I know you guys are getting sick of it. It's the Hoji Cha. It's Hoji Cha again. I just found out my dog. I was hoping he was gonna be done in four weeks. This little bastard he's gonna need another five weeks at the training place the guy told the guy told me he's like yeah he's got a lot of energy he's got a lot of energy and he's small and i was like is this just a you nice way of saying school? is this, this the is. nice way of saying he just is not listening to anything you guys have to say because <laughs> that's what it sounds like you're saying Going to so hoji's school. gonna be gone for a while so after this hoji uh tea experience we're gonna switch to some other tea next week i was looking forward to meeting him Aww. But I know, I know. But he'll be back. He'll be back soon. Uh, Fernando will be back soon. And man, I'm. I'm just. I'm just glad to have you, man. We got. We got Thank some other. Man. We got some floaters here in the backyard tonight. Some floating uh, humans that are just sort of. We got in DJ and out. Mike having a photo shoot. Taking in the some back. photos. The photo shoots continue. um, the visitors continue. It makes me happy to see everyone live in the flesh. Yeah, man, it feels let me, good. Let me distribute this. This is some thank of my you, best, sir. my favorite cups right Ooh, here. Uh, they're actually you. the in laws' cups. It's a little hot. Ooh. It's going to be a little hot uh, to the touch. You're thank gonna, you. Oh, you're going to leave it. Good thing I drink it all. You're going to leave it uh, <laughs> just chilling here for a second before you get to drinking. But um, as Josh Spice so uh, eloquently brought up right before I hit the record button. I think it is high time, I, and with this episode we're going to formally announce that we do have a Patreon pew, pew, pew. Patreon is an online place where you can help people like us get good recording equipment so we don't have to keep post whatever we want, you might get some titty pictures. <laughs> um, we are also, I'm going to announce now, we're launching a newsletter, yeah. yes we're hey. launching a newsletter, we're going to have a, a digital version, we're going to have a, a yeah, featuring Ryan Wallerson. <laughs> Uh, we're gonna have a digital version, obviously, and then we're gonna have the physical version for Patreon subscribers, that's gonna go out in the actual physical mail, that's gonna be sweet.
1: Incredible shit.
0: We got some things happening, um, I think, yeah, I'm just gonna put it right, put it right here, by the time his episode comes out, we're gonna have the first newsletter out. Hey, Oh shit, alright. right. Whoa, 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 exclusive. Can we drop a funk flex bomb okay so what we want to hear for my knock knock joke we want to hear and not just not just for the sake of plugging for the sake of plugging but (coughs) you were our first patreon subscriber Mm -hmm, we were talking about making a patreon josh was just like sharing it with us and we weren't ready to really launch it And then all of a sudden josh was like dudes we have a subscriber wait what happened josh Walk, walk me through it
2: got gotcha. you so we, we I think we might have mentioned it in passing really yeah, briefly yeah, that yeah. we were thinking about the Patreon but we didn't put up a link anywhere so I think what Fernando in, in my head was doing was just googled FCFC pod Patreon and found the page is that, is is that, that, what that how it started? happened yeah, yeah. oh my yeah, god I
3: heard you guys I was at the end of the pod and you guys were, uh, mentioned someone mentioned I guess it was Josh about a uh, uh, Patreon and uh, I went to the Patreon site and uh, uh, looked you guys up yeah and I found the page and, and Story. Dude, they're,
2: they're the page is live just the ingenuity yeah you know, just the ingenuity. and not it's only floored. did was he our first patron he actually picked the highest tier oh whoa, whoa, yeah, wow, yeah, wow. yeah the highest tier and so we got a nice little bank account notice which i don't think we were wired we had partner. yeah We didn't even silent. have it
0: connected no dude. we <laughs> had nothing. it's just floating <laughs> this is very much just us working on the things we didn't even know no you know <laughs> i've actually
2: spent that 30 dollars on the travis scott big mac already hey. so that's, <laughs> that's what happened so
0: you know, we, we have plans for the Patreon, and the Patreon's oh, going to be right. I don't need your commentary from the side, bro. You ain't in this universe. And I would tell you guys exactly what the tiers say and everything right now, live on the pod, but I don't actually know what they are, and we're probably going to firm them up over the next couple of weeks before we release this podcast. But I do have something for our first Patreon subscriber, right here. Oh! oh. oh. Live and direct. is a green so box. This is, some, this is something that you're supposed to get. Um, I, oh, man. You, you can open it up um th- these are these are sort of the prototype version so at some point you're going to get the real the real one uh oh. probably with the certified name on it but you can yeah yay this oh, one is shit. this one is for you this one is for you not just for driving two and a half hours not for being Uh-oh. a patreon subscriber but for giving us the art that you've given us um blessing us with the art oh man it, blessing us. beautiful
3: a nice, beautiful, it never Range in la Whiskey logo.
0: glass with a logo. Mm-hmm. Oh, beautiful, man. Thank oh, you, guys. We got, the, we got the FCFC it. on one
3: side. Oh, and the, oh, oh, oh. Oh, see, there you go. There right we there. go. Good people of Los Angeles. There it is. Oh, you got uh, the good people yeah. of Los Angeles one. Nice. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Brilliant. Thank you, guys. So, Every match day, if, so, if I'm not at the bank. As, the first, Patreon, <laughs> as the first Patreon
0: man, you have the first, uh, first, first glass. Actually, he oh, has
1: the first, like, Piece of merch that FCSC oh, has shit. ever produced.
3: Ever. That's the first piece of merch. It's the only piece of merch. <laughs> <laughs> this is going next to my uh, bobblehead, my twenty seventeen.
0: Well, uh, I do hope you drink it as well. I hope you. To- oh, yeah. I hope you toast oh, when Slim starts drinking hard liquor again. Yep, mm-hmm. Definitely. Because that's man, gotta be I soon. right? when
1: that's right? gonna be. That's gotta be soon. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like alcohol just doesn't have as big of a place in my heart as it used to.
0: What is this phase? <laughs> Where where are we going here? Where where is Sam entering? What is the next thing?
1: I really don't know. This is a very a
0: weird time in my life
1: where I'm just sick and tired of being sick. And t-
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> listen to yourself,
1: dog. Uh, no, no, I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Nothing, nothing matters. It's twenty twenty. What do you oh, what do you look, what do you look
0: towards for direction these days? Open question for the table. Huh. What do I look? What's your north star recently? Man, one, one, once we're back in the North End, you know,
3: it. it um, I think once that falls into place, you feel back at home. You you get that sense of uh, you see all your close friends you haven't seen them Uh I think once we're back at the bank, you know, it, it'll uh, it'll it'll be have a snowball effect, and you know, once we, once we get uh, busy, we have things on our schedule, you know. 3252 gets back to work and Mm. and uh, I can't wait for that day you
0: know Josh you got a North Star right now um I don't know yeah I don't know I think
2: uh Man, I don't know. Fernando, I think that was kind of a cop-out, man. We don't got those things right now all of a sudden. Like, what? what, okay. you, what what's, what's kind of What's what's yeah, kind of he doesn't of have his own you. thing, so he just it on <laughs> someone
0: else's, bro. Look at this guy. So since yeah. we, he thinks we gang up on him, he gangs yeah, up on the guests. <laughs> what is this?
2: I don't like this play at all. I'm asking you I'm asking The as villain good, is coming out of the guest. As a, good host, host as a yeah. good host? You just said Uh-oh. it was a cop-out. No, I want, I want, I want to hear I to want To our hear first Patreon <laughs>
0: subscriber, bro. How dare you? The guy that's putting... Travis got burgers in your belly. In my <laughs> belly. They're, they're yeah, already good. sauce. What's up? What's <laughs> up? I'm subscribed. Bro, I'm on stuff. I'm, okay, never
2: mind. Never mind. I'm, I'm, I don't want to sound like the bad guy here.
3: You, you know, what, what, I, what I've been trying to do is, uh, while we're not at the bank, is, is try to keep producing regular work and, and, and uh, try to keep the group motivated. And, and uh, I know people like Alex and Edgar are, are doing the same. And just trying to keep you know your head down and and uh put in that work and uh uh like they said you know when we got the sambas you know uh, this was because we were a force for good you know mm. a- and uh
1: oh he listens to
3: the episodes. yeah man <laughs> uh a uh, force for good and, and uh we got to put all our energy and you know you see all this negative uh energy coming out and uh um you know we got to keep our people motivated and and uh on the right path. And, and, uh, you know, when we're all together and we put our minds together to uh, a certain task, you know, uh, we get the job done normally. So, so I think we just need to focus on the positive and, and, uh, you know, get back to work. You know, we, we've been sitting on the sidelines for a while and, and, uh, and, uh, been kind of complacent with, uh, the whole COVID thing. And, and, uh, we should, uh, really be focusing on, on our original, mission, you know, be a a force for good, and and, uh, 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 while we're not in the stands, you know, uh, put that energy towards the community, you know? Yeah. No, that's a good one,
2: man. Yeah. It's it's why I think the North Star stuff is always kind of, it's been bucking me a little bit just because it's, um, there's been so many, like, heartbreaking things to happen this year, and so I've been kind of, you know, like, you know, I get in more ruts and more and more downs than, than I'm used to. And um, I think the big thing, at least because we have the community here, and at least for the TSGN, we've been strongly um, for Koreatown this whole time. The stuff that we've been doing is like, yo, know, it breaks my heart that there's a lot of these uh, restaurants and the small businesses are closing down right now. And so I think we're really going to be throwing our weight behind it and seeing like people. Like you said, the good part of social media is like people are promoting these things to be like, hey, how can we help these people out? How can we like make sure they're not like completely, like you know, scraping pennies over here? But um, um, something like we did for FCFC recommends, right? Continue to do that and, yeah. and have a place for um, small businesses and restaurants to be highlighted and spotlighted for all of our LAFC community because the one thing is that the community around LAFC doesn't stop on the football pitch thank yeah, god yeah. you know and that's something that we love about yeah. it. it's like we want to eat together we want to drink together and while we can't be doing that exactly how we love it i think that we can do you know some things around takeout
3: some things around promotion that we can do and uh that's that's kind of been the more recent guiding life for me yeah the, the, that was my main thing before even uh joining a group you know uh i could see the effort being put in by everybody on uh, all groups to uh uh, be a positive for the community and, and uh, that's what kept me entertained. I, I always uh, followed all the um, social media accounts and everything from day one, but I always felt a little too far away to really be involved, you know. It, it felt um, like it was just going to be just out of grasp, you know, like like uh, uh, I want to, but you, 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 you know, you think every match two and a half hours you know all that stuff starts to add up in your mind and, but I didn't let that get to me you you you, you, you want to be a part of something so bad you, you push yourself forward and and, uh, and make it happen you know uh, luckily uh, after all these years you you, you dream of participating in, in such a beautiful thing like supporter culture and uh, finally you have a club to call your own and and uh, it uh it superseded any other um, club, uh, what do you call it, uh, just space in my heart, you know? Yeah. It, it, it was finally something I wanted, something of my own that was nearby that I could go to, that, that I could participate well, we, we, in. We wouldn't say nearby.
0: <laughs> Close enough. A two-and-a-half-hour drive Close is more enough. than a 14-hour flight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Close enough <laughs> for to sure. participate.
3: Yeah. And, and, and there was a... a, a you know, I just welcomed it. I, I, uh, I, uh, trying to take anything for granted. Every, every opportunity to create something is, a, is, a, uh, you know, we don't know how long we'll be able to participate and, and contribute to the North end. And so every time you got to take it as your last and, and, cherish it and, uh, treat it with the respect it deserves, you know?
0: If there's one, if there's a lesson I can take from this podcast and from this year in general, it's that, um, yeah like life's always been fragile it seems more fragile now restaurants have always been almost going out of business sure right like people have almost always been uh yeah paycheck to paycheck exactly get dying right Mm -hmm. you're you're that close um i had a really good friend this week who has a twin brother and he got in a motorcycle accident he's paralyzed just happened you know just happened and it's it's crazy because it's like well yeah you know that could have always happened and it's covid and it's it's these other things and you're thinking about the election and all these like intense things are are slotted right next to the, (coughs) the mundane things of daily life like that you have to do and bills you have to pay or you know yeah. little little car registrations you got to get whatever it is you know and then something like that happens and i i, I think that fernando's story in, is so inspiring because fr- it sounds like each time he just he wanted to do it like he just d- made the decision to do it mm. like he just said like you know what like i want to be part of this more i'm gonna just i'm gonna do it because because i want to i'm going to i'm going to start making art i I want to i want to be involved in that way i want to start expressing like expressing for the sake of expressing yeah you you have because you're here and you can
3: yeah Yeah. you have all these years of build-up and you're following these european teams and and you're you're getting invested and and you're you feel that passion in your heart but you also know they're on the other side of the world and you can't make it to every match day and you can't uh really support how you want so uh uh uh, little by little, you just start developing that, that, um, you, you reserve that space in your heart for supporter culture, and you start picking up on the little, uh, uh, you know, traditions, and, and things, and, and, and TIFOs, and Pyro, and you hear all these terms, and you start, uh, taking it in, and, and, uh, and, uh, I don't know, man, uh, uh, it, it always gets a negative uh, uh, connotation in, in society and so supporter culture, but um, so far everything I've seen has been positive, man. It's, it's been a community. It's been uh, uh, such a positive reinforcement in my art, you know, and uh, um, I just appreciate it, and uh, I don't want to take anything for granted, you know. You, you, you want to uh, uh, every moment. We're, we're so lucky we have a, a club to call home where uh uh, they really care you know and uh it's it's
0: uh it really uh uh you gotta cherish that you know you gotta uh take care of that looking forward to putting out the newsletter for this for this club for these people for the for the culture we got going on it's right there boys time time to time to reach out and, and go for it same with the the other things we've been trying to do it's it's i take full responsibility for like like, I get mired in all the other shit, you know? I get mired in all the things I, c- I have to do for, for work and mm-hmm. for, for whatnot. And, yeah, it's like I, I do want to come at it from that space of gratitude because that's all I feel in my heart. It's just sometimes it's hard to access because you get distracted by so many other sparkling yeah, things. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I just need to go out to the desert more and hang out with Fernando. Yo, part, of the part, part <laughs> of the part of the Patreon is going to be the first psychedelic. Uh, you DMT. know, yeah, like we're going <laughs> to do a we'll little retreat, a little tree. FCFC retreat out in the desert with some psychedelics, and we're going to figure it all out, it. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder how many people would show up for that. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> at Sounds some bad, point it sounded like a, a cult, cult, uh, episode, <laughs> a cult. We're, we're opposite of a Nike
3: cult. Cortez. Come and do whatever you want. Bring the Kool-Aid. Oh. Yeah. And we're going to
2: make it happen. <laughs> the, uh, the newsletter. Newsletter. I want to, I mean, I think you've really, you love newsletters. And this, I think you've been big on, like, this is the next step of it, of FCFC and trying to connect to kind of the people who listen to us and who um, support us in so many different ways. But, like, what do you want the newsletter to represent, man? Like, what do you think it's going to stand for?
0: So I'm maybe from an older generation I, I you know the information overload like I already am interested in everything like I can't yeah. be interested in more volume wise like I haven't been on social media for almost two months now and I just I think that giving something in a one place one little yeah, nice yeah. little home format it reminds me of what a newspaper used to be before it was online where you just it's there it's all that's fit to print sort so to speak And there's so many cool things going on in the LAFC community. There's so many things in Los Angeles that we think are going on. And there's so many things that I know each person involved in, you know, FCFC, and by extension, like everyone who's ever listened to pod, who's been on the pod, people who just want things to express, like there's not really one place for all of that to be, right? It's sort of scattered over 700 social media accounts and comment sections that I like, just do not have the wherewithal to participate in. I wish I could participate more. And when we were doing the Instagram lives is really when I was like starting to think about it more and more because I was like, man, I like love all these people. And we've got like great, you know, we've got like a great uh, lane for, for and, and a great like desire to want to put some of that stuff out in the world in a place where people can see. And I want to shout out like the new, if you know, Expos drop a new T, if TSG is dropping something, if Black Army is having some sort of event, like those sort of things could get an easy spotlight in something like this, but we can also, like you said, highlight restaurants. We can highlight whatever the hell we want. That's yeah. you know the world through through black and gold tinted lens, as we've always, as we've always sought to do. And Los Angeles and the world of football can easily exist within that little, little format. And I think if we each get our so, sort of little corner of it to rock, I think we can create something <laughs> really special. I newsletters for me, like the ones I read that are weekly, and again. As this is coming out, like I think right now, probably every two weeks is more realistic for us, or you know, once a month. But I, I could see like us moving to weekly at some point, which would be ideal because every Wednesday when I get my uh, foreign policy, like China brief, which they put out every week, I. As people maybe know, like I'm really interested in what's going on in China. I Have a really strong connection to that country. Stroking the beard. Yeah, <laughs> and, and uh, it's not just the tea, uh, but it's definitely part of the tea. This is um, definitely the tea. I, you know, I I look forward to that every Wednesday, and I get mm. to see what's going on. And the rest of the week, I don't like, you know, I'm not like desperate to go out and find like everything yeah. I can and consume it because that's just like a vicious circle for me. And I realize that I might be like a certain category of person that most people on the internet aren't now but i know that like everyone could benefit with just some a hub in one place that you could be like all right could i get my dose of this for the week you know Mm. in a place that's not a listenable format because we can't always be listening to something um just like you can't always be reading something so it's just going to be a cool component to have something that i want for the world rather than like you know what i'm saying like I, i want it to exist just like you know, making art, right? Like you just want, want to see something exist, and yeah, so I, I mean, this is something I want to see exist. Yeah. And, um, and you if know,
1: anyone's with, interested in writing for the <laughs> newsletter, start
0: your own newsletter because we're writing in our own. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, Slim. <laughs> of course, yeah, of course, we could have people write the newsletter. But we'll tell you Submit if you it. suck
1: and you can't yeah. write
0: in our newsletter. No, no, so no, send, no. Send us a sample. That's what I would want it to become, like a really Eventually, community vibe. Yeah, if you're yeah. weekly. Yeah, you gotta have submissions. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff, yeah. Just like just yeah. something that can be a place like we've always envisioned for the idea of it never rains you know which we'll get into at some point down follow the road that instagram account too <laughs> yeah that's that's i a, don't even follow that okay. <laughs> that's, just, that's just one sitting on the back burner but you know we've always envisioned it to help the next generation of storytellers in los angeles uh tell stories about whatever it is that, that they want but um for the time being and with COVID and all these things I think we just have to take the first steps forward and I think and and shout out the
1: young storytellers in the LAFC community if your parents let you listen to this pod what's up Blake?
0: yeah Blake Uh, JR
1: um, I mean even Zach if someone gets him to start telling the stories Zach was
0: incredible he's a well
1: of knowledge as far as LAFC (laughs) life goes we're gonna
0: get the young storytellers over in the backyard if their parents will let them. yeah (laughs) Uh,
1: we'll I guess I this won't some, uh, Donald, Donald be. Donald Duck Duck Hour?
0: What, what are we doing here? Come on, Ducktales. Oh,
1: it? look at you hating on the youth,
0: man! You getting way too old. No, he's just worried. He's looking up in his rearview mirror behind I him, know. like Are they coming right, for yeah. me? Are they coming for me? And guess what, the Josh? We want them to come for us because we don't even need to turn you into about, the villain.
2: You are the villain. We, no. talked having, <laughs> we
0: talked about having to retire the FCFC pod when Josh runs off and starts his own <laughs> podcast empire earlier. Who said that shit? But the whole secret is that I hope some kids take over for us. I hope oh that there's yeah, like a that's my that's my that's my that's my wish. I would love that.
1: Once you guys turn. 18 and you want to be cultivated into a dickhead i'll let you boy talk to slim <laughs> i don't got I don't, uh, or I don't, come I don't,
2: with the permission slip if you're younger <laughs> than 18 i don't got time for children's out here <laughs> wait we this is a rare opportunity again i want to say um bro this is our uh it's like an investor investor meeting Dude,
0: right for real <laughs> Fernando, <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank oh, you for I supporting mean, what no we problem. do honestly thank you guys even you,
3: you just drive
0: out here as a supporting yeah, man totally. support.
3: you guys uh, appreciate you guys man you guys uh help me feel closer to the north end you know uh, I, I live all the way out there so during the week i consume all the podcasts you know and, and fcfc helps me feel closer to the community you know oh, you, you you Damn. you guys are uh, uh i don't want to uh Big you up too much, but do uh, You guys definitely have a special place in my heart, and I appreciate you guys. You know, man. as as a
2: Larry as Larry Bird kind of turn on this,
3: like, what do you want to see at FCFC,
2: man? Like, what's oh, good? Good yeah. turn,
3: good turn. Okay, so FCFC, I don't know, man. You, you guys have been doing a great job. I, I love the the environment, the the real. Uh, casual uh twist on everything you you know you, you don't program anything you you're you're uh uh letting things fly naturally mm. and, and i don't know i appreciate that i I don't think uh you guys really need to adjust much you know uh i I think you guys have been doing a great job and and uh um i don't know look forward to see what you guys are doing with this newsletter and everything uh, basically Patreon. Fernando's just saying that we're the shit
1: and on that note. <laughs> <laughs> this has been another episode Are we stopping right
0: now? Yeah, that's This <laughs> is <right now. laughs> another episode okay, of FCFC5 cheers. cheers, cheers, cheers. cheers. I, can't can't wait. I can't wait till I have a tea of the month club And I'm sending out hey, teas Hey, you some out to us. the desert Yeah, oh, I'm gonna
2: No, we gotta do some live, live and direct from the desert, man That'd be fucking incredible
0: hey. It's gonna be incredible Let's do it FCFC
1: FCFC FCFC, F-C-F-C. F-C-F-C. F.E.C. F.C. F.C.
0: F.C. F.C. F.C.